Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. I'd like to start today by telling you about a new podcast called the Coronavirus Daily Briefing. It comes out every day by 5 p.m. with the latest headlines and context around the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis. It's a production of Ride Home Media, the daily podcast people who give you all the things that happen today and all the things you can do to protect yourself tomorrow. Listen for a quick 15 minutes and you're up to date. The New Yorker magazine called it one of the top coronavirus podcasts to listen to, saying that it stays on the right side of informed, non-hysterical, and focused news. Search your podcast app right now and subscribe to Coronavirus Daily Briefing. That's Coronavirus Daily Briefing. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Freedom of Life by Annie Payson Call, published in 1905. Self-consciousness may be truly defined as a person's inability to get out of their own way. There are, however, some people who are so entirely self-conscious that they don't even realize it. They are so completely in bondage to themselves that they have no glimpse of the possibility of freedom, and therefore this bondage is pleasant to them. With these people there is nothing to do. It is only those who have begun to realize their bondage that can take any steps toward freedom. The self-satisfied slaves must stay in prison until they see where they are. It is both curious and sad to see them rejoicing in their bondage and miscalling it freedom. Indeed, it makes one long to see them struck by an emergency, bringing a flash of that inner light, which is often the beginning of a new state of being. When such enlightenment occurs, it is usually followed by a time of groping in the dark, and always by more or less suffering. But one must continue on the path, assured of the good results to come. Self-development requires that we be steadily patient, content to aim in the true direction day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute. If we fall, we must pick ourselves up and go right on. Whatever the stone may be that we have tripped over, we will have learned that it is there. And while we may trip over the same stone many times, if we learn our lesson each time, it decreases the possible number of stumbles and smooths our path more than we know. There is no exception to the necessity for this patient, steady plotting in the work required to gain freedom from self-consciousness. It is when we are aware of our bondage that our opportunity to gain freedom from it really begins. Unfortunately, many people who have glimpsed the inner light will not use it because they are unwilling to recognize the selfishness that is at the root of their trouble. 
Some people like to call it shyness because it seems to exonerate them from any responsibility with regard to their defect. Others rarely speak of their self-consciousness, but when they do, they speak of it with more or less indignation and self-pity, as if they were in the clutches of something extraneous to themselves, and over which they can never gain control. If, when a person is complaining of self-consciousness and of its interference with their work and life, you tell them in all kindness that all their suffering has its root in downright selfishness, they will in most cases appear not to hear you, and having avoided acknowledging the truth, will continue to complain and ask for help anything rather than look the truth in the face and do the work on themselves, which is the only possible road to lasting freedom. Self-pity, and what we may call spiritual laziness, is at the root of most of the self-torment in the world. How ridiculous it would seem if someone tried to produce a light bulb according to laws of their own devising and then sat down and pitied themselves because the light would not come on, instead of searching about until they had found the true laws of electricity, whose application would make the light shine successfully. And yet it is no more ridiculous for a person to defy the laws of character, and then suffer for this defiance, and wonder why they suffer. There is an external necessity for obeying certain social laws, because without them society would go to pieces, and there is just as great an internal necessity for obeying spiritual laws to gain proper self-control and power of will. But we do not recognize that necessity, because one can disregard the laws of character and still live without the appearance of doing harm to the community. Social laws can be respected in the letter, but not in the spirit, whereas spiritual laws must be accepted by the individual heart and practiced by the individual will in order to produce any useful result. Each one of us must do the required work in themselves, there is no other cure, no help from outside, which can bring us to a lasting freedom. Stage fright is an intense form of self-consciousness, and yet the person who is incapable of stage fright lacks the sensitive temperament required to achieve great power as an artist. A person who overcomes stage fright by getting out of their own way and by letting the character they are playing, or the music they are performing, work through them as a clear unselfish channel, receives new power for their work in proportion to how much they shun their own interfering selfishness. However, it is with the self-consciousness of everyday life that I want to deal with today and with the practical wisdom necessary to gain freedom from all its various discomforts. And even more than that, 
to gain a new power for useful service which comes from the possession of that freedom. The remedy is to be found in accordance with the law of unselfishness, carried out into the field of our own mental suffering. Whatever one may think, however one may try to dodge the truth by this excuse or that, the conditions to be fulfilled in order to gain freedom from self-consciousness are absolutely within the individual who suffers, and not from what exists outside you. When we understand this, and are faced toward the truth, we are sure to find our way out, with more or less rapidity, according to the strength with which we use our wills in true accordance to this law. First, we must be willing to accept the effects of self-consciousness. The more we resist these effects, the more they force themselves upon us, and the more we suffer from them. We must be willing to blush, be willing to realize that we have talked too much, and perhaps made ourselves ridiculous. We must be willing to feel the discomfort of self-consciousness, in whatever form they may appear. Then, and this is the central point of it all, we must know and understand, and not dodge in the very least, the truth that the root of self-consciousness is selfishly caring what other people think of us and wanting to appear well before them. Now, I know that many of you who suffer from self-consciousness will want to deny this. Others will acknowledge it, but will declare their inability to live according to this truth, while some, perhaps more than a few, will recognize the truth and set to work with a will to follow it and how happily we may look forward to the freedom which will eventually be theirs. A wise person has said that when people do not think well of us, the first thing to do is to look and see whether they are right. For in most cases, there is an element of truth in it from which we may profit. And in such cases, we are much indebted to our critics, for by taking their suggestions, we are helped toward strength of character and more power to be used. If it turns out that there is no truth in the criticism, we need not think of it at all, but live steadily on, knowing that the truth will take care of itself. We should be willing to accept that anyone might think anything of us so long as we have the strength of a good conscience. We should be willing to appear in any light whatsoever, so long as that appearance is a necessity of our own growth. If an awkward appearance is necessary in the process of our journey toward freedom, we must not resist the fact of its existence, and should only dwell on it long enough to make improvements in so far as we can, and then gain the good results of the greater freedom which will follow. So, what should you do now to get started? First, you must be willing to endure the effects of self-consciousness without resistance. 
Secondly, you should admit that the root of self-consciousness lies entirely in a selfish desire to appear well before others. Then, whenever you are amidst other people, practice as much as possible silent attention to the needs, concerns, and activities of others. The practice of attentive and sympathetic silence might well be followed by people far more than it is. The protection of a loving, unselfish silence is very great. A silence which is the result of shunning all selfish, self-assertive, vain or affected speech. A silence which is never broken for the sake of making conversation, showing off or covering selfish embarrassment. A silence which is full of sympathy and interest. The power of such a silence cannot be overestimated. If you have the bad habit of talking for the sake of winning approval, you should practice this silence. Or if you talk for the sake of calling attention to yourself, for the sake of winning sympathy for your selfish pains and sorrows, or for the sake of indulging in selfish emotions, nothing can help you more than the habit of loving and attentive silence. Only when we know how to practice this silence in an impersonal, free and quiet spirit are we able to talk with quiet, loving, helpful speech. Then we may tell the clean truth without giving unnecessary offense. We may soothe and calm as well as uplift while our minds open up to receive the good that may come to us through the words and actions of others. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org slash majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. Look forward to talking with you next time.